note, hello, everybody, and welcome to the third to last episode of this incredible podcast. Um, guys, I got to say, if um, if we predicted that we would be making uh, a podcast on in August, um, I think uh, my first reaction, are we still going to be at home? I don't know about you guys, but. I don't know what I would have thought. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I don't think any of us knew how long this was going to last. When we I mean, I would have thought by now just... Albright would have been sick of the knuckleheads and just hung up hung up her hat and left. <laughs> uh, I think Albright, the knuckleheads I... actually make me more nostalgic for school. <laughs> A lot of give and take. Well, yeah, it's soon. We're now in, you know, we're in the month of August. Uh, we still got, we still got a good chunk of summer left for sure. But, uh, but as uh, Mitch just alluded to, we're we're closing down the podcast uh, for two now. weeks from today um, because, yeah, again, we, we we definitely if we go full remote again, which literally no one on the planet knows if we're going to do that, it's uncharted territory. But if that ever does happen down the road. We'll, we'll get it going again, but uh, as far as us going back to school, we're not going to do that. Uh, but since we only have three episodes our left. Podcast episode. <laughs> Wait a second. Who do we his, have his name, here? His name says Mr. Squatch. That's my first guess. <laughs> we have a surprise guest joining us. Are you kidding me? Right now, in honor of our third to last oh, episode. Mr. How are you oh, guys God. doing? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Mr. Richie, it is our honor, my friend. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> the audio hesitated in my headphones, and I looked at my phone and I saw Mr. Squatch on the screen, and I got excited. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Wow. Well, I'm doing great now well, that you're here. Now. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Richie, we had nothing planned for this episode, and they didn't know you were coming on. And I was like, it is lucky that Mr. Richie and I coordinated this, I think, Absolutely. over a month ago. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm like, it's lucky that we lined that up because I think we're out of content. Right now. <laughs> no <laughs> pressure, right? <laughs> Exactly. exactly. Yeah, you really got to deliver here. The summer has been, been going well. Uh, the last few days, this heat is just unbearable. But uh, but it's been going yeah. well. I've uh, I've been taking some classes. Uh, my father came to visit from Indiana, so that was great. And uh, and just uh, it's been a pretty good summer, uh, you know, in light of everything that's going on. And uh, now the panic is starting to set in. I as soon as I jumped in, I heard you saying something about school coming up and uh man i don't even want to think about it <laughs> it's yeah. it's it's kind of frightening yeah. it, it really has to be frightening for uh for you mr bodwin with the ap uh, especially if we go yeah, by the four uh, by four block um <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I I have the advantage there with the two credit class that meets every day, so it really doesn't matter. But uh, but to think that you would have to get through the whole curriculum in half the time and most of it remote, uh, I don't <laughs> I don't envy you. <laughs> Especially, I've never taught AP Gov before, so it's uh, it's it's almost an advantage in the sense that since I've never taught it, I can kind of like I don't know. I guess I don't know yeah. what we'd be missing. Um, 
in, in that sense. But yeah, it's definitely. I mean, I think everything about this year is going to be yeah going to be a challenge um, because it's just going to be so different yeah. from what what we're used to and what students are used to and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, I'm 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 with you. I'm definitely. Um, it, it's it's going to be a challenge, but you know we'll. You know the we'll good thing about it. Colchester is we uh, we problem solve. We have some pretty good people that do that, exactly. and we care about the kids and their learning. So, so we will figure it out. There's, and uh... the, there's no one I would rather undertake. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with, with you on that sure. one. But well, hey, uh, I know when we had. But hey, we don't have to worry about. <laughs> I know that when we had long. talked uh, forever ago, Mister Bodwin, back when we were actually, I think, still in school. Uh, you had talked about, yeah. you know, maybe some sort of a ghost story-ish sort of thing. Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so I had mentioned to you, and I'm I'm gonna kind of uh, front load this with a little background on it. Uh, long ago, I. I've worked very hard on memorizing a pretty long poem and uh, it had to do with this camp that I worked at and uh, a man that I respected quite a bit when we would have our Friday campfires, he would always recite this poem. And uh, the poem is by a a poet named Robert Service. And uh, I don't know if Mr. (laughs) Bodwin or Miss Albright happens to know who they are, Miss Albright is laughing, so she probably oh, knows. So I know where this is going. So, uh, so this is my ghost story-ish sort of uh, of uh, thing, and it's in hopes of getting maybe a little bit of cooler weather coming in. And uh, <laughs> and this is I could, I could almost chime in and recite this with you. <laughs> so I'm going by memory here. So bear with me. There's a lot that I know really well because I say it over and over, but there's a few parts that I may stumble a bit, but uh, but here we go. Uh, the cremation of Sam McGee. <laughs> oh, I am pumped. Oh, boy. I'm this fasting. is a good one. All right. There are strange things done in the midnight sun by the men who moil for gold. The Arctic trails have their secret tales that would make your blood run cold. The northern lights have seen strange sights, but the strangest they ever did see was that night on the marge of Lake Labarge, where I cremated Sam McGee. Now Sam McGee was from Tennessee, where the cotton blooms and blows. Why he left his home in the south to roam round the pole, God only knows. He was always cold, but the land of gold seemed to hold him like a spell, though he'd often say in his homely way that he'd sooner live in hell. On a Christmas day, we were mushing our way over the Dawson Trail. Talk of your cold through the parka's fold. It stabbed like a driven nail. In our eyes, we closed, then the lashes froze till sometimes we couldn't even see. It wasn't much fun, but the only one to whimper was Sam McGee. And that very night, as we lay packed tight in our robes beneath the snow, and the dogs were fed and the stars overhead were dancing heel and toe, He turned to me, and Captain said he, I'll cash in this trip, I guess. And if I do, I'm asking that you won't refuse my last request. Well, he seemed so low that I couldn't say no. Then he said with a sort of a moan, It's this cursed cold, and it's got right hold till I'm chilled clean through to the bone. Yet it isn't being dead, it's my awful dread of the icy grave that pains. So I want you to swear that foul or fair, you'll cremate my last remains. 
Now, a pal's last need is a thing to heed, so I swore I would not fail. And we started on at the break of dawn, but God, he looked ghastly pale. He crouched on the sleigh and he raved all day of his home in Tennessee. And before nightfall, a corpse was all that was left of Sam McGee. There wasn't a breath in that land of death, and I hurried, horrid driven, with a corpse half-hid that I couldn't get rid of because of a promise given. It was lashed to the sleigh, and it seemed to say, you can tax your brawn and your brains, but you promise true, and it's up to you to cremate those last remains. Now a promise made is a debt unpaid, and the trail has its own code. In the days to come, though my lips were dumb, my heart how I curse that load. In the long, long night by the lone firelight, while the huskies round in a ring, howled out their woes to the homeless snows. Oh, God, how I load that thing. And every day that quiet clay seemed to heavy and heavier grow. And on I went, though the dogs were spent and the grub was getting low. The trail was bad and I felt half mad, but I swore I wouldn't give in. And I'd often sing to the hateful thing, and it hearkened with a grin. Till I came to the marge of Lake Labarge, and a derelict there lay. It was jammed in the ice, but I saw in a trice that it was called the Alice May. I looked at it, and I thought a bit, and I looked at my frozen chum. Then here, said I with a sudden cry, is my crematorium! Some planks I tore from the cabin floor and I lit the boiler fire. Some coal I found that was laying around and I heaped the fuel higher. The flames just soared and the furnace roared. Such a blaze you seldom see. And I burrowed a hole in the glowing coal and I stuffed in Sam McGee. Then I went for a hike for I didn't like to hear him sizzle so. And the heavens scowled and the huskies howled and the wind began to blow. It was icy cold, but the hot sweat rolled down my cheeks, and I don't know why. And the greasy smoke in an inky cloak went streaking down the sky. I don't know how long in the snow I wrestled with grisly fear, but the stars came out, and they danced about before I again ventured near. I was sick with dread, but I bravely said, I'll just take a look inside. I guess he's cooked, and it's time I looked. Then the door I opened wide, and there sat Sam, looking cool and calm in the heart of the furnace roar. And he wore a smile you could see a mile, and he said, please close that door. It's fine in here, but I greatly fear you'll let in the cold and the storm. Since I left Plum Tree down in Tennessee, it's the first time I've been warm. There are strange things done in the midnight sun by the men who moil for gold. The Arctic trails have their secret tales that would make your blood run cold. The northern lights have seen strange sights, but the strangest they ever did see was that night on the marge of Lake Labarge, where I cremated Sam McGee. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know very many poems, but that's one that I memorized long ago and. uh, Oh, every every year or two, I, I pull it out and uh, see how well I can remember it. So I hope I didn't screw it up too bad. <laughs> I'll, know, I'll know when I listen is, to this again whether I got it right or not. <laughs> pretty much. That is a, 
That is amazing. Mr. Richie, yeah. that was incredible. That. That is- <laughs> well, I you. love it. Oh, thank you. It's honestly more of a Christmas uh Christmas ghost story, but uh hey, I figured what the heck. We'll cool it down a few degrees. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Since we're living Damn in the McGee, tropics these Wait, days. Albright, how do you have Albright, do you know that from a different time than Mr. Richie told us? No. I just know that poem. Like, how do you Oh, so I I didn't. Yeah, I've like never heard that. I guess you read. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've, I've never also heard a legitimate licensed English te- English teacher over here, Bodwin. <laughs> I wasn't going to yeah. say it, but that I was thinking it. He was he was very famous, very similar to Jack London in terms of writing about the North. Okay, and kind of that that gold mushing, you know, gold uh, searching mentality and. There was another one that yeah. I knew at one time that I, I don't have memorized anymore that he wrote called uh, The Dangerous Dan McGrew. Uh, that was kind of a gunfighter saloon type of thing, but uh, but I don't have that memorized anymore. Well, the cremation of Sam, is, like, you'll find that in like, poetry anthologies. Like, yeah. It sounds goofy and silly, but it's like it's like legit literature. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I, lo- I loved it. I am. I don't think I've ever memorized anything that long either. So Not gotta, shocked. It's, it's got to be something easy like that for me. Otherwise, forget it. <laughs> Not going to happen. Yeah, I feel like the rhymes like that probably helps like cue you to the next yep. one or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, uh, yeah, Mr. Richie, we're going to, if we ever go back to this podcast, if we ever go remote again, then uh, I'm going to need you to memorize some more, uh, some more poems and come to uh, Bodwin will as well, and you can do like a, like a competition. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, we'll, oh, please. we'll do a poetry slam. If we, if we, Maybe let memorize, me tell you what. I could memorize mind. a Scooby-Doo episode or something. <laughs> Mr. Richie, all I'm that saying is awesome. I'm betting enough money on you to cover my college tuition. That's, that's my goal. Wow. Oh, man. That's like a reasonably safe bet. Mitch, I don't know if you can find anyone to take the other side of that. Bet. <laughs> oh, no way. I, I know you a few know people. <laughs> <laughs> my money's on you. Oh, oh man. So, Mr. Ridgey, as it stands uh, right now, you are one of our leaders of uh, of pod appearances. As far oh as no! Guests go. So we want <laughs> we want to give you a big shout out and. Uh, well, and- hey, not a problem at all. This is awesome. Like I said when I did it last time, this is this is an absolute blast. And uh, if they could have given uh, some sort of a teacher of the year thing this year, I think you, uh, Mr. Bodwin, and, and Miss Albright there should have shared it for doing this because because this was fantastic <laughs> i second that. Well, thank you. We, we appreciate, I second that. That. appreciate that mr richie i will say and uh, you're passing out thanks but you deserve a thanks as well because during summer after graduation i have reminisced a little bit uh-huh. about you know high school and whatnot I have never had a more fun singular class than our AP Chem Halloween day. <laughs> that was a pretty fun about, day. <laughs> you talk about walking into a room and then just like feeling happy. <laughs> like that was what that and like I still remember like every detail of that class to the like the entire 80 minutes. That's fantastic. That's awesome. So 
Well, thank so thank you, and thank you for everything. So, <laughs> well, you're very welcome. I uh, I certainly hope. Are you now? Are you going to go in person to college, or are you doing remote? I or? am. Yeah, I am. I am headed down. It sounds like I'm moving in the last week of August, most likely. So, yeah. Um, or if not, the first week of September. But um, yeah, we're going in. I think I take one class in my dorm online, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm wearing masks. I'm getting tested a lot, but yeah. Sounds like I'm going to be there, so I'm excited for it. Fantastic. That's great. Great so, news. Indeed. <laughs> now, you talk, what have you been doing to keep busy this summer, Mr. Rich? I know you touched on it earlier, but I know you're pretty outdoorsy. Uh, yeah. What, what's, have you found Squatch at all? <laughs> no, I haven't. have not found Squatch, <laughs> but, uh, but I've been trying to get out as much as I can. Uh, I've been down to uh, Queechy, Vermont, a couple of times, down to the Wild Center, and... Uh, uh, a lot of hikes around here, walking around here. I haven't done a hike like, holy mackerel, the, uh, uh, I don't know if you saw Mr. Bodwin, but, uh, we had a crew of Mr. Samler and, uh, they did oh, like did 30 miles, crazy, man. like insane in yeah, one day. No. So I have not done that, but, no, uh, <laughs> clear... it's not just 30 miles. It's up the mountains. Yeah, clearly anyone who's seen me knows that, that I did not do that, but, uh, but I've been trying to get out. Well, Mr. Get out. Mr. Rich, if they invited me on that, we'd we need to hire a new <laughs> social studies teacher before. The I mean, there's a reason they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if ben Bo- <laughs> that was I saw that on Instagram, and I was like, oh my. Yeah, Ben Baldwin would take the spot of Sam McGee in that scenario. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> Absolutely. Sam him over his shoulder, going, "God damn it! Why do you need to be? Yeah, this, that, and everything else." But. But no, I've been uh, I've been going to the range. Uh, went with my dad. It was great. He uh, he had given me a number of years ago a couple of uh, rifles from my from his, when he was a boy. So uh, I have a hundred year old twenty two rifle for, that was my grandfather's, and so that was a lot of fun. And uh, you know, maybe I don't know. This is kind of a That's school awesome. school odd. So I probably shouldn't talk about guns <laughs> and shooting, should I? But I yeah, enjoy it. I enjoy it for a second. It's a uh, it's a fun sport, and uh, and I enjoy that. And uh, other than that, it's just been a lot of uh, kicking around the house. I've been playing a ton of Red Dead Redemption. Just an absolute ton of it. Yeah, I, I absolutely try. So for anyone who doesn't know, I love to play that. I play Xbox, and uh, I am that person who goes around griefing people, and then when they come back at me, I uh, ghost you know, so that they can't kill me and really get them mad. And wow. they, they start messaging me all sorts of hate mail and stuff. But, uh, is Mr. Richard <laughs> a Red Dead Redemption troll? But, but I do That's love that. Like. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> That's amazing, by the way. Yeah, I, that's I, I used to stream a lot and uh with different games and i have not been streaming at all but uh maybe i should do that in the next week or so jump on twitch and and do a little stream <laughs> mr Ridgie, if you do could you send the four of us <laughs> absolutely I would love to it's watch it's it. vt squatchers on uh on twitch so <laughs> feel free okay. feel free to it. set it up uh, but like i said i haven't been streaming uh in forever so <laughs> I'll get a Twitch account just to follow oh, that's that. That's amazing. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. I I used to play Red it Dead. It is a fun game. So, Mr. Richie, we're, are we talking about Red Dead 2, right? 
Yeah. Yep. And I usually do the online. Hello, can you guys hear me? Version. So, Alex, you said you had a would you rather for us? Yeah, it kind of tied in well to Mr. Richie having a surprise poem. So, uh, here it goes. Let's would do it. you rather only be able to talk in rhyme or in alliteration? <laughs> rhyme. Oh, that's a good oh, one. Wow. <laughs> Definitely rhyme. Remind me what alliteration is. No, Mitchell. Always, always, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> alliteration. Ah. Um, I feel, I feel like I'd rather talk in alliteration then. <laughs> <laughs> because you barely know what it means and you might not actually do it. That's right, buddy. Rhyme for sure. I would definitely rhyme. I'd sound way cooler when I talk. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah, I, I think I'd go alliteration. I think it's kind of. Really? Try it. So, uh, with any of these things, I always try to go to my love of Sasquatch, and uh, one of the <laughs> one of the very best representations of Sasquatch was put together in a show called the Six Million Dollar Man, and the Six Million Dollar Man battled Sasquatch at one point, and the actor who played Sasquatch was a wrestler by the name of Andre the Giant. Well, Andre the Giant was also an actor in one of my favorite all-time films, The Princess Bride. And in that film, he rhymed. Wow, that was one heck of a stretch. <laughs> love that. Wow! Mr. Richard, you truly have been taking That was incredible. <laughs> no, I think you're, he you're just, just knows his stuff. I know my stuff. Yeah, see... It's pretty rough. That's impressive. <laughs> Have you had enough? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, well. Andrea. <laughs> uh, wow. That's awesome. Well, I think I think I'm team rhyming. That's now. amazing. That's I, converted Mitch. I love Albright. Yeah, I am too. That, that convinced me. <laughs> Alliteration yeah. shall die. <laughs> he half converted thee. Um, I tried to rhyme. Right, I, have fail. A, I have a Scooby Doo related challenge <clears throat> for us. Uh, since last time you were on, Mister Richard, yep. we talked cartoons. I think I think you're the perfect guy for this. So I just I just came up with this, and we're thinking right now. You so pretend that you are a humanities teacher at CHS. And one of the Mystery Ink gang is going to be your co-teacher. I'm going Scooby-Doo, man. All he's going to yeah. do is going to be like, yep, yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, it might not be helpful, be telling but your ego's going to be happy. Doesn't exist and that's all I really like, care yep. about when I'm co-teaching. <laughs> <if I'm laughs> He'd be like, rhyming's better, or something like that. I don't know, but... I, I'm I not sure you understand man. what you know what? Someone means. to munch on Scooby Snacks. Uh, yeah. You can't go wrong with that. Um, <laughs> Albright, Which is why I there, like there, there is a reason why I am we'll a see. STEM major. <laughs> um, but, but anyways. Uh, my number two, probably... Shaggy because he's kind of like Scooby that just talks more. Um, I don't think I'm gonna get upstage by too much. Reasons. He's definitely down for snacks yeah, whenever I'm honestly. feeling hungry. 
Um, seems like a chill dude. Um, no, last one of your goal when you're co-teaching is to not have someone that has knowledge <laughs> with you. So you can seem like the smarter teacher. Correct. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Mitch is Relativity done. is a powerful now. tool, my friend. <laughs> yeah. AD, you go. Um, <laughs> being that I will be a teacher or hope to be a teacher, might not co-teach, but I'll probably have better insight into this than any of that ever was. Um, God, I hope so. I mean, being that Mitch is a STEM major, I thought he would have Brutal, gone man. Fred just because he's real good with all those traps, and there's a lot, there's a lot of engineering and physics that goes into that, and I feel like Mitch would have paired with him there. Uh, but he didn't, and that's fine. So I would have. So Fred's my number one, and that's fair. Number two, um, I don't know. I guess, I guess Shaggy, but mostly because I wouldn't really want to teach with any of the other ones. And bottom is definitely Velma because she just always causes problems, whether it's losing classes. Or just screwing things up, and I or taking way too long and giving out all the obvious answers, and that's why she'd be horrible to teach with. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna go completely against you. For me, Velma's yeah. one, and I know Mr. Richie's not gonna like this one because <laughs> he's not a big Velma guy. But for me, Velma's one because there's a lot of things that I don't know, <laughs> and Velma. Would know yeah, but we could things. make the argument that Velma really doesn't know a lot. She just spits out the obvious. Okay, but you also want well, a partner might... who's going to, like, get their stuff done when it needs to be done, and uh, a couple of those characters aren't doing that. Yeah, yeah not when her glasses are getting <laughs> kicked going halfway Velma... across the classroom every other day. But I'm going Velma 1, and I'm going... <sighs> I, don't... I think Fred and I would butt heads a lot. Um... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I can't explain quite why, but I don't think Fred and I would work very well. I don't think the chemistry. I think it's because he would give Uh, off a similar vibe to you, and you, you can't handle being around another you. That's fair. That's very accurate. Um, So I guess I would go. That's why you teach with Albright and not Parker. Well, Parker teaches math. Doesn't matter. You get my point. There is one I'm reason not that that does stick uh, out, but I, it's between Daphne and Shaggy. Uh, I guess I'll go Daphne because I feel like Shaggy would probably distract me more. I don't know. Um, and my bottom one would be Scooby because Mitch. <laughs> You're thinking people are going to take the attention off you. Scooby, dogs are so much cooler than people. Like, if a dog's walking around the classroom, no one's going to listen to a word I'm saying. So, Bodwin, have you seen me? I'm trying to be cool. <laughs> well, no, I'm just anybody, saying, I'm like, probably like if you didn't want to get one up, you shouldn't teach with Scooby. <laughs> That's not exactly my like, style. That's fair. Oh no, Scooby's a one up that just makes you feel happy. <laughs> that right, one that Richie, makes you feel you stupid. Oh. <laughs> Did we lose him? I, I guess I'll go. Uh I'll surprise I'll surprise Apparently Velma not a whole a lot. Here. I'm gonna go with Velma <laughs> as number one. 
Uh, wow. <clears throat> Velma is not my favorite Scooby-Doo character by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, but wow. if I had to team teach with someone, uh, I think I, I would appreciate Velma's insight into some things and her work ethic. Uh, and, and I think that that would be good for me. Uh, followed by Daphne, who I also think probably has an unrepresented in the cartoon good work ethic and uh, would keep me on track. Uh, my third would probably be Fred. Uh, I think some of my humor would be lost on him. And uh, <laughs> I, I think <laughs> a little too, too subtle for, for where he would he would think that I'm being serious all the time and, and then get really confused and baffled. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And if, if I worked with Shaggy or Scooby, Fred would go to buy a lot I of mean, prom tickets. If heck, there are days routine. where it's hard enough to get anything done in my class, let alone if I were with Shaggy and Scooby, we would be like party all the time and uh, nothing would get done. So, <laughs> so that's, so Velma, Daphne, Fred, then Shaggy and Scooby. <laughs> That's fair. See, I think I would have gone with Shaggy as my number one choice because I think you do. Last time I saw Mr. Bodwin, he looked pretty darn shaggy. (laughs) You still got that beard? Well, it's it's funny because I got rid of the beard for graduation, but now I have that thing came back quick. Let me tell you. Yeah. So it's it's back. <laughs> yeah, I'd say last, that's since, last that's week recent. So really I mean, when we met with you, uh, it was already coming in pretty fast. Yeah, I'll probably get rid of it when school starts, but we'll see. I'm just, I I'm mean, just that too lazy be right brutal now. Brutal in a mask and a face shield. Yeah, true, true. So the thing about Shaggy is that he, okay, this is one of Bodwin's talents as well. Fills airtime well even if he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, 100%. Okay, but the other thing about Shaggy is that he's like this super compassionate, like, big-hearted person, which if you are team teaching, at least at our school, you'd be teaching ninth or 10th graders, and that's half the job. Yep. Um, and Zelma would probably have to be my second pick, because then kids would, like, learn things. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> that, not, see, well, not always even you didn't prioritize learning we like to have it all right the so there's at least you didn't you stick it on the bottom like so there's there's four <laughs> of you and excluding scooby who are you <laughs> which of you best represents shaggy which, which one which? best represents velma and so on and so forth wait oh, goodness <laughs> Are you sure that Bodwin's not Fred? I'm such a Fred and I hate myself for it. We just agreed that Bodwin couldn't teach with Fred because that he is Fred. Bodwin, yeah, I'm wait, which pretty one? sure what that Bodwin Mitch or is, I is def- Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a- wait, who, who does that make you? Okay, I'm oh, I'm, if, if it's between me and Albright, I'm definitely deaf. I mean, Albright's just not a Velma. Albright doesn't like. <laughs> Alex, I can completely see you dropping glasses and being like, oh, man, again. Give an 80s, not shaggy. I would so be proud to represent that Daphne card. I would would go all in. Have have we just created some nicknames here? I think – I don't know. They don't really have a good – 
uh, funny, sarcastic personality in Scooby-Doo that I think would fit Albright. Albright's the one that, <laughs> and Alex, I don't know Alex very well to know, but uh, I could definitely see Mitch as being either Fred or Shaggy. <laughs> a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> I saw something I had never seen the other day. Very strange. I was out taking a look for Neowise. I don't know if you guys have seen Neowise, but that's awesome. And you should go out and look for it. It's the comet that is beneath the Big Dipper. Uh, but I was out stargazing, and there were a couple of tiny flashes of bright light. And I had no idea what they were. I had never seen anything like it. And uh, all I can figure was that they were, there's an old set of Telstar satellites that are dead. They're basically space garbage that sometimes will reflect the sun's light and give off a really bright flash. It's pinpoint. It's like the size of a star, but it's really, really bright uh, just for a, a split second. And uh, I had never seen anything like that. And I saw like four of them the other night. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, That's really cool. I think I told you before. I'm not a That's not a awesome. believer in aliens or ghosts or That's even sick. Bigfoot or anything. But uh, but that was one where I was scratching my head a little bit. Like, okay, what what did I just see? <laughs> hey, and maybe it wasn't. Yeah, those yeah maybe. <laughs> I doubt it. But if if we ever <laughs> discover life on other planets, we're gonna they're gonna be the first guests. Dude, can you imagine? We'll be the Dennis Rodman of the. Uh, oh my of the so, are you guys? Game. Are you guys well, planning hey, on doing the podcast, continuing into time. the next school year? Well, we have replacements, and that is actually, if I can give a sneak preview as to what um, may or may not be happening, um, <laughs> we may have arranged to kick both for, ne- for next week's podcast for an episode. Oh, nice! And uh, do yeah, make sure Mitch knows yeah, Mr. Week. Richie, do a little bit of an interview with some replacements. A week from, a week from um, today's episode uh, is is Gloria, CFC, AD, and Mitch know me. And the revolution has and begun. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be like. It's a, it's a passing of the. Um. All right. How about this? Share a a random piece of advice that you would give listeners. Just. Absolutely, it could be about anything. It could be serious. It could be a complete joke. Um, Thanks for narrowing that down for us. Shoot, shoot for the moon, and even if you miss, you'll land among the stars, where you'll drift drift aimlessly into obscurity until you blow up and disappear. (laughs) I don't think that's what. The country needs in 2020 is Mitch and I. I don't think that'd be the play. Um, but all right, Mitch, that's your piece of advice. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, man. But advice. Uh, don't be an idiot. It changed my life. Whenever I do something, I think, <laughs> would an idiot do this? And if they would, then I do not do that. Thing. <laughs> I have no word. Okay. Dwight Schrute. Okay. <laughs> All right. awesome. Why did we let them go first this time? Because <laughs> you want to yeah, start with sure. a bang. <laughs> um, I my piece of advice is going to be don't give up. 
um, and it relates to the axolotl. Because, uh, <laughs> of course it does. Worked that in, didn't you? Essentially, <laughs> yeah. So Emily and I decided that I wasn't going to get one, and then well, fast forward Emily a few decide, weeks. Or did you and Emily decide? Uh, you know, I think we we talked it over. We we decided it wasn't necessary. <laughs> uh, but now there's a now there's a tank sitting in front of me downstairs. Okay, but and, we uh, know that if she was indifferent, you were definitely getting one. Yeah, so long story short, <laughs> if you and you don't give up, you can get an axolotl in your basement. Yeah, um, that was so well connected. So that's, that's... What, so um, I'm going to paraphrase this for the other listeners. When your wife says no to the fish, buy the tank. <laughs> that is not how that played out. No, now, so the other, I was at the pet store yesterday, uh, and I sent a picture to Emily of an axolotl, and she's like, oh, that actually looks really cute. Like, she's now, she's now on board, because I, I edu- I, like, kept throwing cool facts at her about them and stuff like that. So and you could also you gotta... segue that into, what, now we're just going to have an empty fish tank and no fish in it, <laughs> and then, like, you're automatic with the fish. It's true. So, Mr. Richie Albright, uh, that's a tough act to follow, but what piece of advice do you have for that? If you repeat the whole poem right now for your piece of advice, I'd love that. <laughs> no, not going to do that. <laughs> not going to do that. Um, I guess I would say uh, never, never lick the spoon in a chemistry lab. <laughs> does, does that really need to be said out loud? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I've taught high school might. chemistry enough years. Yeah, that does. Oh, yes, it does. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> that's a, that's probably the, the most important advice out of the four that have gone so far. I don't know. As far as Mine was pretty important, too, to which kind of plays into Mr. Richie's, honestly. <laughs> Alex, that's something that I might actually think of in the future. Don't like, be an idiot. <laughs> like wouldn't would an idiot do this and if the answer is yes I do not at do some that point this year I'm going to pull out what would Alex say <laughs> and you're, and you're going to go don't be an idiot and then stop <laughs> yeah. oh, I think that should, that should be part of your that should be part of your daily lesson plan that you have on no I can already hear him an idiot would not do what this would <laughs> Can you just have in this situation? What would he say? Could you have like that meme of just like Dwight's face saying, Don't be an idiot on all of your heralds? (laughs) I mean, we probably should. Um, Albright, what's your piece of advice? I think my current piece of advice would be if you have small children, buy a pool. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) We bought one of those temporary pools, and it's been a game changer stuck at home in the tropics. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it has been it has been hot wait do you both of your kids know how to swim now not i mean i wouldn't say either of them know how to swim they're much more comfortable in the water and actually is swimming underwater she doesn't actually know how to swim well, that's cool i was gonna say isn't hucks like like that's impressive that he's like moving around yeah he's in his life jacket now he's he's willing to swim that that's took cool. about three weeks <laughs> Fair, fair. My uh, my brother sometimes puts my parents' dog, which is like a Chihuahua Dachshund mix or something, 
Uh, he sometimes lifts him and holds him over the pool water, and his legs just start like oh. like swimming. And then he puts him in the pool, and he just like rockets because he got a head start because his legs were already moving. revving up. <laughs> and it's really fun. He like lets he like lets the dog warm up, and then like bam, he's just cooking once he goes in the water. I don't think you're supposed to put dogs in pools, but no, you're definitely not. They have a life jacket for him. So I mean, if it's the size it's of a Chihuahua, him. that's like a different story. I'm not sure that's a dog. Yeah, I don't know if it is either. It's like a cat that barks, <laughs> but it's a cool. It's a cool cat that barks. I like it. <laughs> well, hey, uh, Mr. Richie, as we wrap the show, uh, I I think you should have the last word. Oh man, uh, what should I end with? I think what I'm just gonna say is. Uh, for everyone to stay safe and uh you know we have we have some really good people doing a lot of really good work right now um miss minor miss baron the whole admin team and everyone and uh i guess uh i best well wishes if any of them listen to this podcast uh you know we we have faith in you to do what's right and uh keep all the kids safe with uh with learning at the forefront like we always do and uh, uh mitch and alex i wish you guys the best and uh good luck thank you love it i agree i agree mr rich and hey thanks again for coming thank you on. very We're much be our last ever oh guest, man uh, <laughs> i am honored yeah if we come back so. well i'm i'm always available uh you know I, that's that's one thing about me is uh i got nothing else going on so <laughs> <laughs> well, you you can rest assured that if we reboot, we're all right. Work, fantastic. So, yeah. All right. All right. Take care, Mr. Richie, and to all our listeners, uh, Albright and I will not see you next week because it's an all student version of the podcast next week. So have fun with that next week. <laughs> Good luck, folks. <laughs> see ya. See ya. Take care, everyone.